My Omega tells me it's been less than one minute since I last watched the second hand tick round. 2.23. It's been almost three hours since it happened. Less than three hours since I watched what I've craved for almost three decades unfold. He's dead. The biggest demon in my life has finally been condemned to the pit of flames he deserves. But it's not what I imagined. When I've thought of this day, I've thought that killing him would break the black clouds that have cast a shadow over my existence. Now my black clouds have been replaced with torment. What have I dragged this sweet girl into? Fuck! I'll up my hands over my tired face. I can't sit in this grey, windowless box not knowing where Scarlet is. She should have stayed clear of me when she had the chance. I should have been fair and stayed clear of her, but I couldn't. I sought her out like a magnet stalks metal. Those devastating green eyes, the way they turn hazel in a certain light like nothing else I've seen, that unbelievable body, curved where it should be, that fucking amazing arse and tits you just want a cup, her perfectly toned flat stomach. Her skin feels like silk, and once you've touched her and tasted her, there's no going back. No other woman could ever be good enough, and she's smart. Too fucking smart for her own good sometimes, and tougher than she thinks. But not in the bedroom. There, she gives herself to me completely, utterly, and I'm desperate to have her all the fucking time. That giggle. I can't help smiling now as I lean forward over the steel table in front of me. That giggle is so sweet, so innocent. Even when she's laughing at something only she finds funny. That happens a lot. I can't help but laugh because it's such a beautiful fucking sound. I've broken her, corrupted her. Since the day she met me, I've turned her world into darkness. I've dragged her down to my level. I stand from my metal chair, kicking it back against the mirrored wall and pace the concrete floor, my hands deep in the pockets of my dinner trousers. Where is she? What are they doing to her? She won't break. She's stronger than that. I know it. But does she? I'm going to fix this. If it's the last thing I ever do, I'll fix this. The most peculiar pressure builds behind my eyes and makes them sting. I can't stand the thought of her trapped in a room like this. She'll be cold. She'll be intimidated. Fuck, get a fucking hold of yourself. I chastise myself through gritted teeth. I need to see her. I need to hold her and make her understand that she's safe. God, that face. That look in her eyes. She was terrified. There's a short tap on the door before it opens, and a tall man wearing a cheap brown suit walks in. An off-white shirt hugs his middle-aged spread just above the waistline, part covered by a questionable mustard tie. The cardboard coffee cup in his hand is held as tightly as a full cardboard cup can be held. He's followed by a short woman with a mousy brown bun in her hair, wearing a black trouser suit and flat, dull leather shoes. She's scowling, her brows almost meeting in the middle. She holds one hand on her hip, exposing the gold police badge on her belt. Gregory Ryans. Yes, I say, holding up my hand on instinct. The man shakes my hand. 
I'm Detective Inspector Barnes, and this is my colleague. The woman holds out her hand. Trina, I'm Trina. She's a woman out to deny that this is a man's world, but I can tell she's battling with her inner female. I've affected her. Another woman who sees only my looks. Like most women, like all women before Scarlet Heath swanned into my life in her fitted suits with her white collar sass. She's the only woman who's ever been interested in what's behind my money, face and clothes. A story I can't tell her. It's unlike Trina to be affected by a man. Bonds's reaction tells me that. It's also obvious that these two people don't see eye to eye.